a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Let's lock in. This is Unrivaled. Yes! Yes! The teams you live for. The sports you love. With Scott Mitchell and Alex Keurig. Presented by G2G Bars. On 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is Unrivaled, 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. Happy Jazz Back in Action Day. It's a Thursday, and we are going to be on the road tomorrow at the Snow Expo at the Mountain America Expo Center. Come down and check us out, 3 to 6. Uh, there will be prizes. Scott's going to give out prizes. Is that right? Well, you can win them at the show. Sure. You can win them at the show. <laughs> what do you want? Hey, you're like, hey, what prizes do you want? I'll bring them. <laughs> I saw this thing, Chad Ochocinco don't Johnson. Act like, don't act like you were his teammate for one time. You can't right. be like, uh, Chad, I don't know, what is this, Ochocinco? No, well, like just my... for the people out there. Like, I got Okay, you. fine. And he claims that for the first two years of his career, he slept at the facility. And I'm calling BS on this So one. slept at the facility like? He lived at the Bengals Stadium for two years. He claims that he was so cheap. That he, he didn't want to spend money for, like, a place to live. So he actually – this is on Shannon Sharp's podcast I did thing. I did see him go on Shannon Sharp, and actually he had some interesting things to say about money in particular. And yeah. I, I mean, he's he's one of these guys that probably had to learn the hard way um, about how people are coming after your money and about how, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Yes. He definitely, on that very podcast – I didn't hear this part of it, but he definitely brought up, like – Look, stop. He's like, this is fake. I'm wearing like I'm wearing fake jewelry right here. Like, don't don't get real jewelry. I'm wearing fake stuff right now. So don't be that guy that wastes your money on all that stuff. So, but you say you called BS on it because yes. you were at the facility and you didn't see him there sleeping. So his first year was my last year. Okay, and I basically lived at the facility and never saw him. But that's now, part of the thing now, is he I was saw asleep him, in a weird room. Well, there 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 was a players' lounge. Yeah, which hey, I this didn't, is at the stadium. You said well, so the stadium was the the practice really? facility. Yeah, that's some low it was level one, garbage. One in the same. So they used they the basically 
They had the locker room. They had meeting. It was nice. It was beautiful. Oh, it was nice. Oh, okay. it, was, oh it was amazing. I thought you were saying it was another cheap move by the Cincinnati. No, no, no. Well, it was just an efficient move. Yeah. We'll just we'll just put everything in one facility here. Practice fields were incredible. Oh, the Bengals okay. had an amazing practice facility, but it was all one facility. Yeah. At any rate, um, I'm like – could you have missed it because you just didn't expect that he'd be living there and maybe he rolled up and acted like he was I wouldn't leave till 10:30 at night. He was already asleep in his ro- in his bed uh, that was below really? the stadium or whatever. There's no below. <laughs> there's, there, there's like okay, if he was in the players lounge, there's no there's no nowhere in the players lounge except for gaming equipment. Let me ask you this. Now there were a lot of guys that hung out for a long time yeah. and played video games. Are there snacks? Were there snacks all the time? Um, Because that's a part where you and I are pretty good about finding snacks around this building. Okay, they did have food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so you could get all your training table. You could get all your meals. Yeah, actually, they had breakfast, lunch, dinner was basically for the coaches. Right, you were on your own. Um, I just I I I heard blind to it. I think you were blind. I wasn't blind to it. I'm just telling you. I just I never saw him. him. I would love for him to have been there, but I just didn't see him there. So, hmm. I just think, listen. It sounds good now. I'm just telling you, as a rookie, Chad Ochocinco was out of Cinco. Uh, he was. He was. <laughs> oh, he hadn't become himself until nah, when? I don't know when. Yeah, a long time ago. He was maybe that guy, but yeah. not. There's our favorite person in the world. Yeah, Holly Rowe getting the uh, Kurt Gowdy Elect- Electronic Media uh, Award. ESPN just did a nice little thing about her, and she's uh, currently choked up on the sidelines there at the South Carolina Tennessee women's basketball game there you go she must have a nice uh what's it called the uh you don't call it an outfit it's a wardrobe budget she's got some dope outfits like stuff i couldn't pull off you know what i mean like that she has like a a a leather jacket that has like these gold embroidered you know like uh i couldn't pull that off she was wearing that purple velour suit suit when we saw her last week yeah she was when she refused to come on our show yeah that's fine. Mm-hmm. Things I can't wear. Purple velour sweatsuit. Put it on the list. Uh, Scott, let's kick off the hour here. We've got a few minutes here before getting you ready. Uh, 45 minutes away, exactly, from, from the Jazz uh, pre and uh, pregame show. And then, of course, the tip-off uh, with David Locke and uh, Ron Boone bringing the coverage tonight. So let's kick things off here. We've got that and much more to talk about. So let's do the cut right here. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The other question. Undeniable. Unrivaled. Top sports story of the hour. Here's what made the cut. All right, our program is brought to you by G2G Bars. Have you not tried a G2G Bar yet? Go into your local Costco, Associated Foods, Holiday Oil, or a Maverick, and uh, right there in the refrigerated section, They've got those beautiful G2G bars. You can just try one for yourself. Additive-free, preservative-free. Uh, they taste fantastic. So this is not your this is not your grandma's uh, protein bar. This is super tasty. Give it a shot. Also, Trajan Wealth. 
T-R-A-J-A-N Wealth.com. Trajan Wealth bringing you the program as well. So I was looking at this, Scott, and I was wondering, because yesterday we chatted a little bit about what the number is going to be. So an athletic director out of Arizona State apparently said that the number that is being floated out there, at least to athletic directors, is certainly less than what they were hoping for, but it would still be enough for the league to stay together you know, indefinitely, right? That, that it would be fine. It's like, yeah, this isn't the number that everybody's going to be dying over, but this is going to be one that everybody really, really, it's, it's not going to be a, a conference killer. And one of the things that, that was rolled out here, we have the numbers on the actual subscriptions. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean if you're an ESPN Plus subscriber, you are a sports fan, right? If you are a Peacock subscriber, that you're not necessarily getting that because of the NASCAR and the uh, NBC Sports soccer access that you're going to get. But some of it, right? But Apple TV has 30 million subscribers, which is more than ESPN+, Plus, which is more than Peacock. Uh, it's less than Hulu, but it is – I mean, this is Apple TV is no slouch when it comes to the amount of subscribers that they have. Now, the NFL didn't have great – Ratings just first go around on on Prime, right? Those Thursday night games. Sure, I dipped in on them because we're Prime subscribers, and I went, "Heck yeah, man!" And it's Al Michaels, and I think that Kirk Herbstreit did it. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit—that's a really great combo calling the game. The rest of the crew who does that show, I don't really like them that much. But that being said, and they also got dogs for games. Al Michaels was like having a hard time not showing his uh, his disdain for this thing for not having the good games that they were doing. So Apple TV has the base, at least has a group of people. They really have, if you are trying to figure out a way that you can have ESPN Plus and Apple TV, and whether or not you, you think that that makes it sound like it's a lesser situation, it doesn't matter if you have a large group of people who are subscribed to those services and will dip in, and then you get even more that sign up because of your the, the, you know, the fan base that you have. So I think I think you have to dial into what causes someone to subscribe because there's a there's a reason for it. You 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 want to see something. So, you know, I think of I I subscribe to Apple TV cuz I want to watch Ted Lasso. I I or uh you know, I subscribe to something cuz I want to watch Yellowstone. And that and that's my primary reason to do it. Uh, now they're secondary because it's like, well, you, you know, I, there there might be other opportunities. You know, Netflix for me uh, is something that you know I I tune into because I think they have original programming and movies and whatever and stuff that I go, yeah, I could I could I could watch this stuff. So with sports, it's different, right? Because it's all been entertainment, and it's why do people you know, why do people tune in? Because like the the L.A. Clippers did this for their local games. Mm-hmm. So, like, you think of AT&T Sportsnet for the jazz, right? Instead of having that, they have a streaming service. And it's not been highly viewed. But how many Clippers fans really are there, right? And so, you know, is it – if you're a Utah Ute fan, you I think you subscribe to the to the streaming service because you want to watch the games. You go, I'll you know, I'll pay a little bit of money to be able to watch the games. But if you're Stanford – or if you're, you know, some of these other schools, Cal or, you know, what have you, you know, is Arizona State going to get a big sponsorship or viewership? 
you know, I think does Colorado maybe now? I, I don't know. But Colorado's it, become almost must watch TV. It feels like there's you know, Oregon, yes, Washington, yes. You know, maybe you get Oregon State because they're you know, I don't know, but I, I just don't see as a whole the Pac twelve just going massively crazy over all of the conference games other than their schools. I mean, you look at the attendance in most most schools in the Pac-12. People don't even show up for the games, uh, in, in you know, live. So it's a scary proposition to think that the Pac-12, as a large group, is gonna is gonna tune in and and actually watch this. I think there are spots like Utah, Oregon, uh, Washington, some of these schools, but as a whole, I don't you know. So I I that's the other side of it for me. I just don't know. I, I think Amazon or Apple will really promote it and get behind it, but will people sign up for it? And is there a is there a big enough following for? It? I don't know. You got to have an edge, right? Then you go, hey, this is what makes us different. This is where you can watch us. That's different, and but it's also got to be enough that a mainstream audience will die will dip in, right? I mean, you, you, for me, if I were not in this job, if I were not covering sports all the time. If we didn't talk about sports for our job, if I was presented with getting an Apple TV subscription just for the Pac-12, that's difficult because I have teams that I'm interested in, but I don't know if I would just get an Apple TV Plus. I'd be like, listen, there are enough games on a Saturday on all these other platforms at the same time. That I don't need to do that. That I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. On a free service. So I was like, I'll put up with the fact that maybe I don't want to see another Big Ten game or another Big 12 game necessarily. If it's not somebody I'm watching, but I'd rather just not pay. If there's a game going on at the exact same time, if the game, if there is no other game, if there is something else, if there's not something else on TV that it's competing with, then I probably would because I just have to, if there's games going on that I want to, I want to see them. If if that's the only way to see a Pac-12 game and it's the only game that's in town, then that's what I would subscribe to. But if there are other options, you're going to have, it's going to be a battle. If I'm a Utah fan, I tune in. I really do. Absolutely. And, and I'll pay. I just don't know league-wide. Did they say this com, this um, AD from Arizona State, did he say what the number was? No, and that was the thing. It was like, it's the kind of thing where we've heard some version of this before. It was like, look, the number is, it's pretty good still. Maybe it's not the number that you th- are thinking of right now in your head. And he's like basically saying, it's not $40 million, And it's probably not even 30 you might see it just south of that $30 million mark. I think that's where you're going to end up. I think we're, that's where it kind of ends up. But it's close enough that people are going to go, well, it's definitely better. I mean, right now they're getting $20 million a year, right? Isn't that the number? It's twenty. I think it's 20, $26 million or something like that, or maybe total. I don't know. But from their, just the TV deal, it's only $20 million, I think. So Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But – I don't know that anything's going to move in this first iteration of the new era of, of, of college football. It's just, you know, in the next five, seven years, how these far deals come up for, this for, re- up for renewal. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go around the corner. Uh, when we do, we've got our NFL roundup. We have our two-minute drill. And we'll get you ready for uh, some jazz coverage uh, of course, at the top of the hour. So stay right here with us. More to go right around the corner. It is 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. 
In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.